everybody and uh, thank you for joining me today today i am joined by a good friend of mine stefan kinsella a practicing uh, patent attorney who argues against intellectual property he also argues against war taxation the drug war and uh, other state laws um welcome stefan thanks but i'm actually not practicing anymore i am um, about five years ago i got it perfect now what does that mean means i don't have to practice I'm, I'm i'm actually i'm just perfecting it now okay all right so today um i spoke to stefan about uh, fair use and uh, there's a lot of people talking about fair use right now on youtube and <clears throat> the reason being is there's been a lot of channels that have been taken down there's a lot of people that are having strikes against their channels which means that monetization goes away uh i was actually uh, at a strike put against one of my channels um there's a video on my youtube channel about it i'm not going to go into it right now because we are limited for for time here and uh it's also uh fair use week that's co that's correct stefan Fair use slash fair dealing week. Uh, the concept of fair use is called fair dealing in other countries. Probably we should define our terms if you want to go forward. Okay. All right. Well, my understanding of fair use is that basically is that you can, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're the kind of legal expert here, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, is that. There's no kind of about it. <laughs> okay. Is that fair use is where you don't have to get a contract from somebody to use their material that they've um, claimed is, is theirs and, and you can't use it, right, without a contract. And this can be used, uh, some examples of this are criticism and comment, news reporting, research and scholarship. So for educational use, and that's nonprofit educational okay. use as well, yeah. and, a, and a parody. Okay, so let's back up. So we're talking about copyright law. Mm -hmm. which is the type of legal system enforced in most countries, promulgated by the West and the U.S. in particular, right? So copyright law is a legal system that restricts how you can basically uh, reprint or publish or reuse information. Um, so basically, if you copy or use something too similar to what someone else has done, you can be accused of copyright infringement which some people call theft, which is not theft, but that's what it's called. And there's severe penalties, even criminal penalties for doing this, right? So copyright infringement <coughs> is a big uh, crime or, or civil um, offense because of copyright law. So the copyright law builds into it an exception, which is called fair use in the U.S. and fair dealing in other countries, which basically says um, if you – reproduce someone else's copyrighted material it is not copyright infringement if it falls into the fair use exception and then the fair use exception is just given a group of factors that the courts or whoever's deciding the case can weigh the examples you gave are the examples that have sort of fallen out over the decades as pretty clear cases but it's never a hundred percent clear so the factors would be whether it's commercial or not if it's non-commercial that's better whether it's educational or not if it's an educational purpose that tends to lean in the direction that it's a fair use so every time someone uses someone else's uh copyrighted work and they copy it or reproduce it if they want to claim that it's a fair use 
and therefore it's not copyright infringement, then the question is how does the balance of these four or more factors go? Right. So what is it a lot of material or just a little bit? Does it affect the resale work of the original? Is it a substitute for the original or not? Is it transformative or is it just a literal reproduction of the other? Is it for educational or non-commercial purposes or commercial? So the judge or whoever's deciding can weigh all these factors and come up with a decision. And it's a little bit vague. It's very vague. And over the years, I think Certainly. it's very vague and overbroad yeah. to be tell to tell you because I'm not going to a bit when you've you know carried. Well, on that's basically what fair use is. So basically, fair use is a safety valve that blunts the edges of a very harsh legal system, which is copyright. Copyright is completely unlibertarian, as you know, and as most libertarians nowadays know, it's un unjust, illegitimate, uh, draconian, arbitrary, unobjective, and ought to be abolished. And if it was enforced as it's written. We would have a totally draconian world where you couldn't copy anything. So the law says, well, then let's back off a little bit. Let's let people use it a little bit here and there, right? So they make exceptions, um, and that's called fair use. But the fair right. use exceptions are very vague, and you can't really count on them. Right. And so I uh, just want to go over a few things what I found out by watching what happens with we're specifically talking about YouTube and anything basically that you you know take that's supposedly copyrighted by somebody. So let's give an example of YouTube. Uh, what happens is like uh, Hollywood, you know, um, Sony Pictures, whoever, they give YouTube a video or audio from songs or you know uh, movies that have been created and they load them into a database and then you as a creator if you're doing a parody or if you're doing anything uh, where there's material that is not 100% your own so it's not used in your backyard saying hey look at the trees or look at my dog or whatever right you're not actually creating the original content you're even taking just a little bit or even if you're just walking down the street and a car you know you're talking into your camera and the car pulls up and the speakers are, uh, the windows are down the speakers are blasting out some music what happens is when you upload that video to YouTube they have this program and it scrubs your video against all the videos and songs that are in their library and if this if it picks up anything it'll say this is this has got copy your, your videos got copyrighted yep. content in it right and what can happen then is uh, the copyright claimant can put a claim against it in various ways one you'll get an email saying don't worry you're not in trouble basically there's copyrighted material in yours you can't monetize this however the person who's claiming the copyright on it can claim the monetization or if they want to be really uh, like you said draconian they could put a strike against your channel and three strikes basically take your channel down one strike basically you know takes your monetization and certain privileges away from your YouTube channel right now what all these people on YouTube are complaining about is where is the fair use well and I'd like you to comment on this here there is no fair use in my opinion because here's what happens um, you take like 10 seconds of somebody's video and you make a mockery of whatever or you act it out using the same words or whatever and they say I don't think this is fair use so they put a you know a claim against you and you say well I do think it's uh, fair use so yeah, I'll yeah. counter it they've got the money you know they've got the attorneys they say okay then we're gonna go to court over this and that's okay. it 
So so let's go back and see. The reason this happens is because um, copyright law is what's called a strict a strict liability crime. You don't have to prove intent. If you copy something without someone's consent that is uh, protected by copyright, you're you're potentially liable for statutory damages, which can be like seventy five thousand dollars or one hundred fifty thousand dollars per infringing act. This is why the 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 uh, the penalties are all out of proportion to regular damages and can be draconian. And I think they violate the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution, which which prohibits cruel and unusual um, you know punishments. Um, <clears throat> this is one reason I think the first uh, the copyright clause in the Constitution is uh, contradictory to and uh, is unconstitutional because it violates the First Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, and the Eighth Amendment, and and and, and maybe even others. Um, so. The point is the way the copyright system works, um, there's extreme penalties for copyright infringement, and in the 1990s under Bill Clinton, there was something called the, the, the DMCA, the Digital Millennium Copyright Act passed under Clinton, I believe, mm -hmm. and what that said was that um, they were trying to extend copyright to the emerging internet digital era, and they were getting worried about… The possibility of easy copying on the internet, um, but all the internet service providers, which nowadays would be like Google and Facebook and YouTube, um, they were concerned about secondary liability. They were concerned that that if they hosted or allowed their users to transmit data through their channels, right, or on their servers, which would be copyright infringing material, they were concerned they would be liable for that. So there was an exception passed in the DMCA and a similar one in the Communication Decency Act a couple years earlier, which basically put out what's called a safe harbor. A safe harbor means somewhere you can go where you're immune from liability. And what this says is that if you're an internet service provider and if you are hosting material that could be defamatory or libelous or copyright infringing because of one of your users… As long as you respond very quickly to a takedown request, then you're going to be exempt from liability. This is why Google automatically responds to all these takedown requests. The problem with that provision is that there's very little liability on the copyright holder or someone who pretends to be a copyright holder who posts a DMCA takedown, which is wrongful. So for example… If you have a video online which has some copyrighted material in it, little snippets, which a judge or a jury in the end would say is fair use and therefore is not copyright infringing. In other words, you have the right to put that video online. Um, the problem is there's no way for an automatic robotic algorithm to determine that because that's a human judgment. So what Google does and what YouTube does and these other companies do is they err on the side of caution, and as soon as someone sends a takedown notice, they just take it down. And then the ball switches to the, to the court of the victim, the person whose content was taken down, to fight it. But it takes a while, and you know it's not easy. So basically the legal system has a bias built in that encourages the, 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 the host like YouTube. It encourages them to take down things on any complaint whatsoever, and you can't blame them because if they don't do it, they lose their safe harbor. They might be liable for 
millions of dollars of damages if it turns out someone is infringing. And and because the fair use guidelines are not objective and a robot can't determine them easily and there's no objective way to determine it, they just ignore that completely. So fair use is almost completely ignored in the modern digital era. Now, is in your opinion, is there any way that um, <laughs> this could be made, you know, more nicer so that people don't get their channels? You know, because it appears to me that uh, taken down, it appears to me that you are guilty until you prove yourself innocent. I mean, yep. yep. You know, you it, you may not have any copyrighted material. It might be you just playing a guitar, and none of the notes that you're playing may not be in any song. But however, that Google's or YouTube's algorithm may be picking up certain things and saying, "Well, that sounds kind of like you know, Stairway to Heaven" by, you know. And so, let's let's put a no. You know, so so honestly, there's nothing an individual can do. So all people do is they start being more cautious, right? They start trying to avoid, like you know, if I have a, a home a home video of my of my child dancing to a Beyonce video, because of the precedents that are out there, I know that I've put that on YouTube, then I'm going to get a takedown, or maybe Beyonce's uh, studio is going to ask for a royalty cut. It's going to be a big screw up. So what people do is they start self-editing their own videos, and they only put the parts up that don't have the music in the background or whatever. Um, and so people start self-censoring. Um, the only way to fix this would be either to abolish copyright or to get rid of the presumption. Uh, in other words, to change the DMCA type safe harbor where you basically say YouTube is not liable anyway for what their users do ever. So then they wouldn't have an incentive to take things down. So then the copyright holders would have to individually hunt down and find and sue the users who they think are putting up copyrighted material, and then the burden of proof would be on the copyright holder to show that there wasn't fair use, right? Or at least there'd be an argument. It wouldn't be a robotic automatic takedown. The last estimate I heard was that um, all these uh, movie studios and music companies, they have these robots that just troll the internet daily, and they just send these automatic DMCA takedowns to YouTube and to other companies, and YouTube, of course, complies to be safe, and I hear there's like a million a day, like literally a million a day. So there's just not enough people that could be employed by these companies to review these things and to make a legal determination on every one of those when someone like you or a victimized YouTube customer complains that their video is taken down wrongfully. So then you have the practice of people just posting a second copy or, or splitting the screen or going back backwards on the screen or slightly altering the, the tempo, all these stupid tricks people engage in. Um, so right now it's a mess because of copyright, because of the DMCA, and because of the vagueness of fair use. And by the way, the fair use standard is being watered down even further by things like the upcoming – Trans-Pacific Partnership and other trade agreements that the U.S. and Western countries are pushing on the rest of the world, which they do in the guise of in promoting free trade, but which really have secret intellectual property protection provisions built into them, which override existing uh, uh, fair use rules, which are already weak and vague. Right, so they're watering them down even further by the use of the TPP and other.
So James is talking to someone. You're back yet? Tell me. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, we're going to have to um, end this as soon as uh, as possible. Okay, so yes, folks, um, copyright and IP is very evil, and basically, it's it stifles people's imaginations to do things and things like that. Is there anything you want to quickly wrap this up with? Well, it is fair use week, so now's the time to think that one way to improve copyright would be to increase fair use protection. But that's almost like saying one way to improve the drug war would be to give uh, drug defendants a little bit more uh, procedural rights to fight their charges. But in the end, if the state proves the case, they still have to go to jail. So the real problem in the drug war is that people can go to jail for doing drugs. Uh, you know, the, the solution to uh, very high income taxes is not a taxpayer's bill of rights like we passed a few years ago. That really doesn't lower taxes. That just gives you a few procedural hurdles against the state. Likewise, strengthening or clarifying or improving or broadening fair use exceptions to copyright only slightly blunts the edges of copyright, which is a very, very unjust uh, and harmful law. The, the real way to stop this is to reduce copyright protection itself, to reduce copyright scope, to reduce copyright term, and to ultimately get rid of copyright law itself. Um, in the meantime, all we can hope is that we can expand and clarify one little island of freedom we have within copyright which is fair use okay thank you for joining us today uh stefan thanks james